Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Welcome, friends, to another r slash am I the jerk here video. Today, we've got some tough questions to answer. And right away, our first story of the day is from Throwaway Dad 02726 Am I the jerk for taking my daughter to use the bathroom in the women's restroom instead of the men's? So I'm 34-year-old male, and my daughter's 5-year-old female. Wife is 31-year-old female. We were on a long road trip driving to another state, and my daughter announced that she had to pee really bad. So I drove until I found a Walmart, and my wife asked me to take her to the restroom since she wasn't feeling well. I'd like to start off the rest of this by saying that we as a family do not usually use public restrooms. My wife's a bit of a germaphobe, so she tells me to avoid them. But we still had a long way to go and our daughter tends to get super upset and angry when she's uncomfortable. So we figured this could be an exception for the sake of everyone's sanity. I take my daughter up to the restroom entrances and then realize I'm not entirely comfortable taking her into the men's restroom. They're usually pretty gross and for other reasons I'm sure I don't have to explain. So I take her into the women's and at first it was completely empty. But then an older lady and two college age girls walk in while I'm waiting outside the stall. The two girls kind of give me the side eye but don't say anything. The older lady on the other hand asks me what I'm doing here and that she was going to get police. I quickly explain that I'm just waiting for my daughter to get done using the bathroom and then I'd be out as quickly as possible. She kept saying that I had no business in here and I could have just taken her to the men's restroom since I was a man. I didn't want a scene to erupt nor did I want to keep explaining myself, so I just apologized and went quiet. At that point, my daughter was done. We left and I told my wife what happened and she got a bit annoyed with me, said I probably made all of those women uncomfortable and it was silly to be uncomfortable taking her into the men's bathroom since as her father I'd be right there with her. I even told her that the men's restrooms tend to be dirty, and she said that all bathrooms are dirty so it doesn't matter. She also brought up the fact that there could have been a woman fixing her hijab so it was a bad move on my part. The argument has now since sizzled out but I can't help but think I was justified in taking her to the women's regardless of how the other women felt. Am I the jerk? Personally, I don't think it was as big of a deal as some people may make it out to be, but I will obviously say that I don't think I have much authority to decide whether this is right or wrong. All I know is is as a guy that's seen plenty of men's public restrooms, I know for certain it's probably much more likely that the men's restrooms are disgusting as far as like the cleanliness of the seat, so I don't really blame them for not wanting to sit them down on a men's Walmart bathroom seat, but I also totally understand why it would make a lot of people very uncomfortable. What do you guys think? Was OP the jerk here? Let me know what you guys think in the comments. Our next story is from Nefarious Vegetable. Am I the jerk for disappearing and causing my parents to lodge a missing persons report? I, female 27, have been married to my wonderful husband, male 30, for 5 years. But we've been together for 7 years in total. 
In all that time, my parents, female 58 and male 60, have never really taken a shining to him. But everyone's always been amicable. That is, everyone except my sister, female 22, who seems to think that the world revolves around her. She's the light of my parents' lives and can do absolutely no wrong in their eyes. Simply put, my husband and I generally keep our distance from her. Last weekend was my dad's 60th birthday and everyone was invited. My husband and I went knowing that my sister would be there, but we didn't think too much of it. We expected a pleasant evening celebrating my dad. It's important to note before we go further that my husband follows certain dietary restrictions as part of his religion, which I'm keeping vague, but everyone in his family knows and has been accommodating thus far. Unfortunately, after everyone had eaten dinner, my sister announced that she had specifically asked the caterers to add in some of the restricted food items so that she could test if my husband would even know the difference. To say the least, I was furious. Just for clarification purposes, the restricted ingredients were added into the sauces and there were no noticeable pieces. My husband and I were both absolutely appalled and just walked out while my sister yelled that she didn't get the big deal and that we need to take the sticks out of our butts. My parents had absolutely nothing to say and just watched. They later texted me saying that I should consider the fact that my sister is young and didn't know better. I didn't respond. I guess that leads me to the title, I have absolutely gone no contact with everyone since the party and have not responded to a single message or phone call, nor has my husband. When my parents showed up at the house, we did not open the door. When they showed up at my work, I didn't go to reception. I've not laid eyes on them at all. Today, some cops knocked on the door saying that they received a missing persons report and were looking for me. Fortunately, that was all solved quite quickly in that I never actually went missing. But now my friends are saying that I wasted police resources when I could have just texted my parents back, saying that I didn't want to hear from them. I just feel like a grown woman should not have to justify where she is to her parents. I definitely think OP's not the jerk here, and I'll admit, even when I was 22, I didn't really know everything. But I know at 22, I would have had enough respect for other people's choices to not have slipped stuff into their food to test them. Whether or not they want to try to ride that, well, they're young, give them a break, excuse into the ground, at some point, they're going to reach an age where they're not young enough to get away with it. Also, I agree with OP, they don't have to report where they are all the time to their parents. Our next story is from AITA4577790. Am I the jerk for kicking my nephew out of my house after he hid my husband's inhaler as a prank? My female 30, sister, female 39, has cancer. She's a single mom of her 16-year-old son. We were asked to take him in while she gets treated so we could help him focus on studying and provide a normal routine for him. My husband has asthma. He needs his inhaler throughout the day. Thing is, my nephew is a prankster. He'd hide the inhaler as a prank and then give it back as soon as there's panic in the house. So far, he's done it two times and thought it was just him messing around. The other day, my husband called me while I was at work, panicking, saying his inhaler was lost. I asked if my nephew had taken it as a prank, but he doubted it since my nephew would give it back instantly after we panic. I got home and we looked for it for hours and had to go to the hospital eventually. When we got back, we found it sitting at the coffee table. My husband and I looked at each other, and next thing we knew, my nephew was giggling upstairs. In that moment, I just lost it. I yelled at him and told him that he was no longer welcome in my home. 
He started panicking and my parents called me to get to the bottom of what happened, but they still defended him saying it was a prank and that I took things too far by kicking him out while his mom was struggling. They insisted I take him back, but I refused. Now they're giving me heck about being unsupportive and making things more difficult for my struggling sister. They even blamed my husband for not keeping his things locked away. Am I the jerk? Did I make a hasty decision? I don't think OP's the jerk because this is really not the thing to joke around with and it's not something I would tolerate either because god forbid there's a life or death situation where they desperately need that inhaler and even if the nephew would go and give it back in that kind of a situation, who knows, those seconds, those minutes could be vital. I don't know if they're just acting out or why they do that, but OP shouldn't be shamed for not tolerating that. By the way, if you're enjoying these stories, make sure to hit those like and subscribe buttons down below so you never miss any of my daily videos. That said, our next story is from Mama to my world. Am I the jerk for not allowing my daughter to contact her bio parents? I, 40-year-old female, and my husband, 42, have a daughter, 9. She was adopted when she was born by myself and my husband, and she knows she's adopted. Her biological mom was a very sweet 17-year-old girl who wanted to give her the best life she could. I don't know if her father knows she was ever born. There were no drug issues or anything like that. Recently, she had a school project where she was supposed to write about where she comes from. She's determined to find her biological mother and father to find out. I offered for her to write about our family instead. My husband and I don't want her reaching out to them. We told her this and she's upset saying we don't understand and that she'll always wonder about them. She said we're being selfish in keeping her from finding out who she is. We obviously just want what's best for her. Am I the jerk? I think OP is the jerk, and my question is, when OP says, we obviously just want what's best for her, what do you mean? You can't just say that and expect us to be like, oh yeah, okay. If she wants to know, I feel like she's entitled to know about her bio parents, even if the truth hurts, even if they find out their bio parents never wanted them and gave them up out of pure spite. They still deserve to know if they want to know. I mean, just put yourself in her situation. Imagine you have this whole backstory to yourself, and for some reason, the two people that are supposed to love you dearly will not tell you or clue you into any of that. They may say it's what's best for them, but regardless, wouldn't you want to know? Our next story is from AITA Vegan Daughter. Am I the jerk for not letting my daughter go vegan? My wife and I have eight kids between us. I know, it's a lot, no need to comment on it. This post is mostly about our 13-year-old Gina. Gina came to me recently and said that she wants to be vegan. I told her I'll pay for groceries, but she'll have to plan and cook her meals. She can't live off frozen food or takeout, and her mom and I will be making sure that her meals are healthy before taking her out grocery shopping. She was not thrilled. She asked if we could make small changes to our diet to accommodate her like switching to a vegan pasta and cooking the meatballs separately. But we said no because we aren't going to change our food and eating habits because she wants to be vegan. She said okay and went to her room. Then she started sending me and my wife links to expensive pots and pan sets. One set was $800, plates, cups, and bowls for $200, and her own utensils. I asked why she was sending it to me and she said she needs new pots, pans, plates, etc. because ours are contaminated. I told her ours are perfectly fine and if she wants her own, she can buy them with her allowance and start babysitting. 
Later that day, I got a call from one of my sons saying that Gina was telling him and my other kids that they have to get all of their snacks out of the fridge in the game room. The game room has a kitchenette because she needs it for her vegan food. When I called and asked what she was doing, she said her vegan food can't be in the same fridge as our food and it's not fair to make her go all the way to the garage when she's hungry. So, she thought taking over the game room kitchenette would be a good compromise. I told Gina I'm done with the vegan BS and that she can't be vegan while living in my house. She threw a temper tantrum because she thinks I'm being cruel and she's barely spoken to me since then, so I wanted to know if I was the jerk. I say straight up outlawing the fact that they can or can't be vegan isn't that cool, but overall I think OP's not the jerk. If they're gonna try to basically take over the house and start commandeering things because, oh I need this all for my new vegan lifestyle, that's not gonna fly obviously. But just them alone going vegan reasonably shouldn't be an issue. They're just being really, really unreasonable with it. Our next story is from Midnight Stars 88 Am I the jerk for showing my friend the prenup my fiancé wants me to sign? My fiancé asked me to sign a prenup, which I have no problem with. I received a copy of it on Monday, and I showed it to my friend, who's my fiancé's cousin, because she was curious and she's the only person I know who has any experience with prenups. Reading the prenup is how she discovered something she was supposed to inherit has already been given to my fiancé, and nobody told her. She's understandably upset and it's causing a lot of drama in their family. Everybody knows she found out because of me and they're upset with me and blame me for the drama. My fiance's dad asked me why I showed it to her and when I explained I wanted her opinion since I didn't have any experience with prenups, he told me that that's what the lawyer was for rudely. My fiance did defend me but even he's upset that I showed her since he thinks the prenup should have been kept between the two of us. Am I the jerk? I don't think I can really blame OP because when you're going into something like this where you're dealing with a prenup, you kind of want second opinions, right? I mean, especially if you have no experience with prenups or what to expect out of it, you want to make sure that whatever is in this prenup is, well, reasonable. I would say though that this would have been much better done with a lawyer, but I get why you wouldn't want to pay for one. Our next story is from Chosen Craig. Am I the jerk for getting angry and yelling at my wife for leaving my keys in my unlocked car just 34 days after her car was stolen out of our driveway for that very same reason? Honestly, the title pretty much covers it, but I'll provide some additional backstory for those curious. There's been car thieves roaming around our area for a few months now. It's a huge problem and they've boosted a ton of cars. My wife has this awful habit of leaving her keys in her car and the car unlocked. I told her on multiple occasions to not do that. Her response is that she grew up in this town and that it's safe. I told her that she knows there's car thieves roaming around and that she's just making it easier for them. Sure enough, just over a month ago, her car was stolen right out of our driveway overnight. She had left her keys in the car, her purse with ID and debit and credit cards all of which had to be cancelled, as well as an astonishing $3,000 worth of various gym equipment in the trunk. The car and insurance are both in my name, as I'm the sole income for our family, and I've had to deal with the entire insurance process. Cut to today, my wife's been using my car for a few days now, as we're past the 30-day rental car. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. 
Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Storytime is sponsored by BetterHelp. Nearly everyone at some point in their life will struggle with their mental health, whether that's something stressful at work, in a personal relationship, or something else. I know that I really struggled with anxiety in my early 20s, and therapy was a massive help for me. That's why I'm a massive fan of therapy, and today's sponsor, BetterHelp. If there is anything in your life, big or small, that is negatively affecting you, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. It's an online therapy service that, after finishing a small questionnaire, will match you with a licensed therapist, where you can book appointments that match up with your schedule at any place or any time. And if you feel like you're not bonding with your therapist, you can switch at any point for free. Also, therapy isn't just if you're struggling with mental health. If you're looking for guidance or ways to improve your social skills, life, or relationships, it's a great judgment-free way of doing that. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com StorytimePod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash StorytimePod. Period and had to give the rental car back. She comes home from the gym and I ask her for my keys. She tells me they're in the car. I ask her to please get them. She says she's going back out again soon. I ask calmly one more time and she says her car was stolen at night. They're not going to steal in broad daylight. I lose my crap hurls some nasty words, and her response is that all she's learned is to keep her mouth shut and just not tell me anything next time. I'm definitely a jerk here for the yelling, but I need to know if we're both jerks. I literally feel like I'm living in the twilight zone or something. I can't understand my wife's line of thinking here. I can't possibly exist in the same universe as someone who left their keys in their car, had it stolen, and then left their husband's keys in his car just over a month later. 100% OP's not the jerk, they weren't even the jerk for the yelling. This is so ridiculous. Like, I understand leaving your car unlocked, but nobody leaves the keys in the car. That's just, I'm sorry, dumb. Also, can't you potentially drain the battery doing that? I mean, oh my god, it's just, it's astounding that they would think that's okay. It's like putting your TV and your wallet and your computer and your phone out on the porch at night just before you lock the front door, and then being surprised when it's all gone in the morning. Even if you want to give them a pass for the first one, how can they not learn from that? Just take the key out and take it with you, it's not like it's a hard thing to do. Don't even let her use the car anymore if she can't do that. Man, what a situation. This next story is from LifeGrade4261. Am I the jerk for asking my wife to pay her fair share? I, male 39, have been married to my wife Stacy, female 30, for 5 years. And we have two children together. I also share three children with my ex-wife Hannah, female 37. Ever since Stacy and I got together, she's made it very clear to me that my three children are mine and Hannah's responsibility, not hers. This has worked out well so far, but lately it's been taking a toll on me. 
I pay Hannah child support every month. Ever since Stacy had her first child, she's demanded that I give her the same amount of money each month to keep things fair. In addition, I have to pay for half of our joint household expenses, i.e. mortgage, utilities, food, and my own car. Stacy pays for the majority of expenses for our children. Here lies the problem. Stacy's never taken issues with having to care for mine and Hannah's children. She picks them up from school, takes them to activities, and ensures they have everything they need. However, anytime she purchases anything for them, she immediately sends me a Venmo request and demands I cover all expenses related to children that are not hers. We recently went on a family vacation and she demanded that I pay for half of the portion for our children and all of the portion for Hannah's. I told her that all these expenses are taking a hit in my finances and she didn't seem to care. She reiterated that my children are my responsibility. To add insult to injury, she recently started contributing money to college funds for her kids, while Hannah and I have nothing saved for our kids' college. Hannah found out and asked that I start funds for our kids. When I talked with Stacy about this, she said this was fine, but I had to put the same amount of money in the funds she has set up for our kids. I told Stacy I need her to start paying her fair share of expenses around our household. I can't afford to pay child support, household expenses, and all of these miscellaneous expenses that come up for my kids. It wouldn't hurt her financially, as she makes more than me and could easily spare some money. Stacy blew up and took our children to her parents' house, and I haven't heard from her in a day and a half. Am I the jerk for demanding that she pay her fair share? I think OP is the jerk if they expect and put pressure on Stacy to pay for kids that aren't hers. It would be nice if they helped OP out, but they don't have a responsibility to, and if this is all beginning to take a very big toll on OP financially, what they need to do is go back to the court and renegotiate child support, especially considering how much support is Hannah putting forth towards all of these utilities and food and whatnot that the kids are getting from specifically OP. If it's such a big problem that OP is constantly paying for food and toys and clothes and whatnot for their and Hannah's kids, shouldn't they have like a home run chance of getting an adjustment on that child support? Our next story is from Big Start 4986 Am I the jerk for telling my daughter that she needs to pay rent? I, 50-year-old female, told my daughter, 24-year-old female, she needs to pay rent. She got out of college in February and struggled to find a job until October. I supported her during the job hunt, and she's been living back home rent-free. I was excited for her for finally finding the job, especially when it's surprisingly well-paying. She told me she won't get paid until late this month. I said it was fine, but she still needs to pay rent. The other day, she told me she planned a trip with her friends and was saving for a plane ticket. I reminded her again that she still needs to pay rent, as it felt like she's trying to avoid rent so she could save money for the trip. She told me she'd pay the rent, but deducting her credit card bill. Apparently, she wanted me to pay her credit card bill first and then keep the rest as rent. I told her it was unacceptable. She rolled her eyes and tried to walk away. In the heat of the moment, I said some unfortunate things. At the end of the fight, she finally agreed to pay the rent and her own credit card bill. My daughter's become extremely distant since. She started working overtime almost all week. I tried to talk to her. I even told her she can keep her original plan, but she just kept fixating on the things I've said, either ignoring my message or telling me how I've misunderstood her and made her felt bad. 
My husband thinks I'm the jerk because he thinks our daughter was already stressed and I kept reminding her for rent money she didn't have. Demanding rent in a fight made me the villain. Today, she handed me a stack of cash, rent and credit card bill included. I tried to tell her the money will be in a family savings account. She rolled her eyes and said she doesn't care. She then cut up the credit card I was managing the bills for. My husband gave me a I told you so look. I honestly don't think I deserve any of this treatment. I love my daughter very much, but I can't help but wonder if my husband was right. Am I the jerk? So just mainly on the premise that OP's like, in the heat of the moment I said some unfortunate things and then moves on to everything else. Probably the jerk here, we don't know what was said and depending on what it was, you know, it might totally justify the daughter acting the way they did which is cold, restrictive, gave the money up exactly as OP wanted, and that's that. Let alone the fact that they keep hounding their own daughter for the money before they're even actually being paid. Our next story is from Charming Lab 9681 Am I the jerk for turning my kid's stepbrother and stepsister away from my door? I have two sons with my ex-husband, Cade, 14, and Kale, 13. Their father and I divorced 10 years ago, and three years later he remarried. His wife came with a girl, 12, and a boy, 11, of her own. Problems started that first Christmas when the boys didn't go to his house, loaded down with gifts bought by me. I was told I should have bought gifts for the younger children from their new brothers. That was the beginning of what became a crap show. To make a long story short, my ex's stepkids get whatever they like, pretty much. My ex and his wife don't feel like my boys should have things that are kept in my house. They feel what the boys own should be shared with the younger step-siblings and the step-siblings want everything. They're also the kids who still to this day will tantrum if they do not get their way. My boys do not like them and hate their dad's house. There have been incidents where their stuff was broken by the step-siblings in a tantrum and I might think some of it was exaggerated if I didn't witness some incidents with my own eyes. The worst being Cade's 11th birthday. I threw a party for him and his friends. It was a mom party, ex is supposed to take care of a celebration with him. He and his wife show up with their kids and they invite themselves into the party, start poking at some of Cade's gifts, and then when Cade wouldn't give them one, smash them against the table we were sitting at. I had to get a member of staff to force them to leave us alone, but that was all because the kids were told no to taking claim to one of my son's gifts. I still share custody of the boys, and the judge will not let them decide to spend less time with their dad. I bring this up because I know it'll be asked. Anyway, it was my parenting time with the boys last week. On the Saturday, their step-siblings came to the house, saying they wanted time with their brothers. I saw no sign of my ex or his wife. I asked them how they got to my house. They said they walked. I told them they would need to walk home. They asked again to come in, and I turned them away. X called me when they got home and yelled at me for turning the kids away. He said I let them go, not knowing what would happen. On one hand, I normally wouldn't do it, but seeing as they walked, I figured they could walk back. Not to mention, it has only added drama. I need to ask if my dislike of the kids led me to do something that makes me the jerk. Am I the jerk? Whether it was the ex that dropped them off on your doorstep or them that walked all the way there, you're not the jerk for turning them away. And in this situation, you don't know if that's like a normal behavior for them or not. 
Now you know, next time that happens, if it happens again, just call CPS right away. Call the police to come pick these kids up so they'll be safe on their way back home. Definitely not the jerk. Our next story is from Optimal Promotion 879 Am I the jerk for not moving from my booked seat for an elderly person? I, 32-year-old female, recently got a train across the UK from London to Aberdeen. It's a 7-hour journey, so I booked myself a first-class seat well in advance. First-class seats on trains in the UK can be expensive, but I decided to treat myself because 1. I was making the journey the day after returning from a 2-week-long work trip abroad, and I knew I would be exhausted and totally unable to function. 2. I knew I'd have to work on the train. So I wanted to make sure I had space and the comfort to be able to work. And three, on certain trains in the UK, the first class carriages have individual seats, which means you're not sitting next to or sitting opposite anyone. The space is entirely your own and you can spread out over a little table. I specifically booked one of those seats to enable me to work. I got on the train at London and sat in my seat. The seat they designed me was also the priority seat. Priority seats are the ones at the end of carriages for people with mobility issues due to age or disability, etc. A woman got on after me who was around 60 years old and pointed at the sign above my head and quite rudely told me to move because she was elderly. I told her I had booked the seat and she'd need to speak to a member of staff to find her one. She pointed out that the train was full, even first class was full, and there were no other seats. I apologized, but I reiterated that I'd booked the seat and I wasn't going to move. Eventually, a train guard came over to try to help. The lady had booked a return ticket, but she hadn't reserved a specific seat. For those who don't know how trains work in the UK, if you have an open ticket and haven't also booked a seat reservation, it means you can travel on any train, but you aren't guaranteed a seat unless there's one available. He asked if either one of us would consider moving to standard class if he could find us a seat. I again refused, explaining that I'd booked the seat well in advance and that I needed it. He asked if anyone in the rest of first class would mind changing, and no one agreed. Eventually, he took the woman to standard class and, I assume, found her a seat there. I felt bad, but I also don't think I needed to put myself in severe discomfort because someone else didn't think ahead and reserve a seat. Am I the jerk? I don't think OP is the jerk. It's definitely the kind of thing where if you have a a decent conscience, you might feel a little bad about because you don't want to feel like you're responsible for saying no to some poor elderly lady and forcing them to go sit in discomfort. OP didn't know ahead of time that it was going to be a priority seat. They booked what they needed to book and the good old saying comes up, a lack of planning on your part doesn't constitute an emergency on my part. And our final story of the day is from Throwaway Account 0983. Am I the jerk for not consulting my sister when my wife and I picked our baby's name? I'm male 27. Me and my wife, 26-year-old female, have been together since we were 16. We got married two years ago and just had our first child. For the sake of privacy, I'll call our child Mason. When we announced our baby's name at his birth, everyone seemed happy. But after everyone gave my wife and I time to bond with our son, my sister, 25-year-old female, asked if she could talk to me. When we were in private, she blew up at me saying I was betraying her by naming my child Mason. She said his name was on a list of potential baby names if she had a boy. I hadn't known about this list beforehand, so that was a surprise. 
she asked me to change my son's name because apparently Mason was one of two names she chose for a boy. My father sided with me, but my mother sided with my sister. Am I the jerk? I think this is one of those situations that in no way could you possibly be the jerk. This is one of those situations where not only did you not know about this imaginary baby name list existing, but I also think regardless that you have no obligation to respect that list, this isn't like picking a sentimental name that means a lot to her after like a grandfather or something. This is like having a kid naming your kid Jacob and then your sibling coming over and being like, wait, no, I really like that name for my potential baby boy in the future. You gotta stop. You gotta change that baby's name now. Um, I'm sorry, but no, definitely not the jerk. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely crazy Am I the Jerk here story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out the video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.